Good morning and welcome back to Lovey's Adventures. Happy Monday, fun day to you all around the world as today is a holiday today is a holiday here in the United States. And so I am off today on my new caving expedition day. That's right, Houston, we have a go. So welcome to Lovey's Adventures where this podcast is international, now in officially 44 states and in 46 countries around the world. And we continue to grow every single day in multiple cities around the world. And I'm so honored and elated that today is Adventure Day and you get to join me on that adventure underground, cave expedition unknown. Amy and Philip have discovered a brand new cave. We got a tip from BLM on a second cave entrance. So by golly, we are exploring both of those caves today. And I'm already on the open road, outbound, ready for uh, ETA meetup time. And we are going underground, meeting up around 8 o'clock, caving underground at 9, and we descend at 9 a.m. And our absolute latest drop dead out time is 8 p.m. tonight. It is going to be an epic, epic day of adventure. So what's your next adventure? Join me every day for Lovey's Adventures. And with this COVID, I know that that makes it hard. But get your butts out of bed, buttercups. I'm tired of this COVID fat (laughs) wrapping itself around my belly. And I've got to go underground. So we will use safety gear today. We will have our face masks on. And we will maintain our social distancing when we need to. We'll probably be using a lot of hand gestures today. Just like you would in the military going underground. That'll help us keep our social distance. And our goal for today, going underground, exploring a brand new cave. Wait, coffee cheers. I have my coffee with me. (laughs) So even though I'm already on the open road, I did brew my cup of coffee this morning on my cute red little teapot using my favorite coffee mug. Je t'aime beaucoup le café. Je t'aime beaucoup Nescafé. Bonjour, konnichiwa, aloha, ohayo gozaimasu, mahalo, bon dia, buenos dias. Good morning to you all around the world. As I'm carrying my favorite to-go coffee carafe that's non-spillable, join me for a delicious cup of Nescafe and an absolute adventure every morning. Coffee cheers, my friends. Oh my goodness, that is simply delicious and simply hot. (laughs) I forget that those coffee carafes burn the heck out of your mouth. They keep your coffee so warm, but it's like, oh my gosh, my mouth is on fire. I just had like a third degree degree burn in my mouth. Coffee, cheers, my friends. Sip it slowly. (laughs) Simply delicious. So let's talk about caving. What do I do to help prepare for my caving expedition? Well, normally the day before, (laughs) I don't do a whole lot around my cottage. But yesterday, I was so excited. I got all of my piping insulation done. I covered all of that, refilled in my trench, uh, stabilized my shower underneath uh, because I had to do some extra drilling in order to be able to make that work. So I stabilized my shower, put up some 
some brick around the sides to prevent any cold weather. So I in pretty much worked on all the insulation yesterday at the bottom of my cottage to make sure that it was winter proof and covered up all the pipes, insulated them really, really, really well. And it was funny because when I was out there yesterday, the little squirrel, I have a little squirrel friend, haven't named him yet, but he was there with me yesterday and he was looking at me like, hey, you're covering up my hole. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I've got to. I've got to insulate these pipes. So he was a little mad. He was running around crazy yesterday. and So he's got plenty of homes out there. And he always perches himself up on my blue little chair. And he looks at me. and Or he sits on my Lovey's Country Cottage sign. And he welcomes me home when I come back. It's so cute. <laughs> it is definitely my Garden of Eden. It's so funny. But so I worked on that. So normally before a caving expedition day, I don't work out that intensely I normally rest the day before because when you're underground you really need to be on your a grain on your a game but um, I didn't get a chance to do that I had so much to do at the country cottage but I am rested well assured went went uh, had a nice delicious steak dinner so I had a lot of protein last night and then now I'm ready for a new adventure Milo is pooped out. I walked him yesterday and we did actually a half a mile run yesterday up and down the country cottage road. So that was fun, but it wore us both out. And so Milo is home sleeping right now. Bless his little heart. Uh, so what I normally do before a caving expedition is I go through and I get all of my gear ready. I decon all my gear, wipe it all down, wash any clothes that need to be washed, or get the brand new set of gear out ready to go because this is a brand new cave. And so I got all of my gear ready, my helmet, my gloves, my shoes, my socks. I need to wear thick socks underground because you never know if you're going to be in water at all, if the cave will have any water. That is my guess that this one could because a lot of caves entrances open up from rain and water so they could have water underneath you just never know so I have wool socks and it's so funny because they're actually Philip socks <laughs> Philip I still have your socks <laughs> Philip and Amy and I and my sister Veronica and her fiance we had done an expedition last summer and I remember pulling up to the expedition site getting ready to put my boots on and I couldn't find my socks anywhere well I'll give you one guess who had my socks I bet you Milo took them from my boots that night before and I didn't even realize that he had done that because I always put my expedition socks in my boots the night before and so I get to the site and I'm going oh socks <laughs> so I had to borrow a pair of, of socks from Philip and so thank you Philip I still have the socks I'm going to be wearing my lucky socks today <laughs> so I pack up all my gear and I got my emergency equipment got my headlamp got some extra batteries packed up my food got lots of water and did I say I have my first aid kit now my first aid kit is a regular first aid kit. It's got everything that you need in there. I even have my knee brace today since I've really damaged my knee lately. And so I'm going to be wearing my knee brace today just to help protect it. So that in the event that we go repelling, I actually can use it to some extent getting out of the cave if that's what is needed. But I have a first aid kit and mine is a little bit more quirkier than most. I, I have emergency matches that are waterproof that can be lit underground if we need to. I also carry a candle. I also carry a saw blade and it's the kind of saw blade that can saw right through wood. So in the event that let's say a rock 
falls on you and your hand or your leg or your foot or something gets stuck and rather than being able to contact emergency rescue and your only way to get out of the cave is to saw through your bone well I've got the tool that will actually can do that for you I know that sounds decrepit and morbid to most but and if you've watched recent uh, YouTube videos on some of the caving expeditions that have happened that is one of the lessons learned that these folks wish that they had Oh goodness, I'm getting hit by a bunch of rocks from this truck in front of me that does not have a cover, or he does, and they're just kind of coming out. I hate that. So anyway, <laughs> DOT is going to pull that one over, that's for sure. Anyway, I'm on the open road, uh, planning for my cave expedition day. Houston, we have a go. Got my emergency equipment, got all of my extra clothes got my clothes to change into because when you go into a cave once you come out you have to decon all of your gear you have to undress put it in a sealed bag including your helmet and you need another pair of change of clothes to dress into once you get out of the cave because your goal is to help protect and preserve all the caves around the world and so they call that process deconning your equipment yourself and your gear so you wipe yourself down wipe your face down wipe all of your equipment down stick it inside a seal bag until you get a chance to boil it in hot water as well as washing the washing machine because you don't want to cross contaminate gear inside caves and since we don't know if anyone's ever been inside this cave it is considered a brand new cave so you normally want to go in with a fresh clean outfit as well as taking a shower the day of so you know that your body contaminants can go into the cave either from the day before whatever you put on you so if you had shampoo perfume lotion you normally don't want to wear any of those going inside of a cave so today is oh i'm so sad because it's non uh, perfume day <laughs> when i go caving underground it's non-perfume day now I will tell you the most important thing that I always take with me underground because no matter where I am, I always need it. I always take my face makeup, my lipstick, and I take uh, my, my pearls. I'm sorry, but my pearls go everywhere that I go. They go with me kayaking, whitewater rafting. They go with me caving. You name it, they go everywhere with me. And my face makeup, the reason I wear that is because it actually has SPF in it. So as I'm traveling in, uh, hiking in to the cave entrance, I am one of those people that I cannot leave my face un untouched, if you will, with any kind of SPF. Otherwise, I will burn. <laughs> I will get so sunburned, it's not even funny and it will hurt. Whether it's uh, sunburn or windburn, it helps protect my face. And my lipstick, same thing, it helps protect my my lips and so I always will carry my compact with me because it also has a mirror because I can use that for emergency rescue for deflecting into the sun if they need to locate us as well as my lipstick because it helps protect my lips underground it helps protect my lips in general and it keeps them moist and that's what you need as well when you're breathing especially today because we're gonna be breathing inside some masks it's gonna be a little bit harder underground this is the first time I'll be doing a caving expedition like that but I am stoked all my stuff is packed and ready to go I've got my lunch to go lunch because we will be having lunch inside the cave since we'll be on underground for so long I also have my pee bottle and my poop bag that nobody ever likes to talk about but by golly we are going to talk about it right now today that's right what do you do inside of a cave when you have to go well we have been trained and we have been taught to carry two things 
Because what goes in a cave, what we take into a cave, must come out of a cave. We cannot leave any sediment behind, any trail behind other than our footprints, but that is all we leave behind. So if you have to go pee, we have what's called a pee bottle. And yes, it does come with like a little fountain that sits right over your area where you urinate from. And it goes right into a bottle and it seals tight and so that you're able to carry that back out with you. And then in the event that you have to go number two, yes, we they sell bags that are meant for caving. And they come in two-ply actually. It's a two-ply bag that has another bag, like a black, it almost looks like a black trash bag. And it's inside the two-ply bag. And it comes with like, kind of like talc, I'm gonna guess talc powder. Excuse me one second while I pass this car who is holding up all the traffic in the world. Move over. (laughs) You're supposed to be on the right side. But anyway, the black bag, the two silver, it's two silver bags lined inside. And then it comes with the black bag and then it comes with talc powder on side. But when you open up the bag, it's triple triple or quadruple ziplocked. So there's no way that anything can come out of that bag. But it opens up to the size of your derriere. So in the event that you actually need to go to the bathroom, uh, number one or number two, you could actually do both inside that bag. Most people don't. Most people will use their pee bottle because if that's all you have to do is pee, you don't want to have to carry a big old bag around and you also don't want to waste it because it's intended for number two. But some people are not comfortable peeing inside of a funnel that goes into a bottle that has to be sealed. They're afraid they're going to drip and drop and so they tend to like to pee inside of the, the bags instead. You could do it either way. But And then once you Ziploc those up, yes, you've got to carry them back in your bag. So if you ever see cavers with a side bag tied onto their bag, that's normally their bag that they've used. Or they may set it down somewhere sealed up in a bag and then pick it up on their way out. But you normally carry what you normally don't want to do that unless you know that there's absolutely no animals inside of a cave. So you normally carry it with you in your bag and you carry it out. So you'll notice that in the morning, Cave expeditions will sometimes start a little bit later than five, six, seven o'clock in the morning because you've got to get up, give yourself time to have breakfast and have time to do your first bowel movement. And that is the best way to go underground because you're fed, so you're full of energy and then you've already had your first bowel movement. So most people can hold their body, body fluids for quite a while, at least eight under, underground. But in the event that you can't, because everybody's different, depending also if you're on any kind of medications, you may have to go to the bathroom. You just never know what your food that you're digesting will do to your stomach. And so you've got to be ready for anything. Um, So that's what we do inside of a cave. So I've got that as well. And I've already done my, let's see, I've already packed my coffee, my snacks, food and water, got all of that, have my emergency equipment have some extra clothes because inside caves it's amazing some caves can be extremely cold and some caves can be extremely warm and then definitely once you're actually moving around inside of a cave it can actually get really hot and so you always want to dress in layers in a cave because you never know what it's going to be like you always want to carry emergency matches. Emergency matches are to help light that one candle 
that you might need that if in the event that you get lost or stuck underground that'll help keep you warm all night long it, it could probably burn for up to about eight to ten hours and by having a candle inside of a cave if you have one of the emergency of blankets which I have not gotten yet or it might be in my emergency kit I can't remember you wrap that around you go wrap yourself around it put a candle underneath it light it and it'll help keep you warm for at least eight to ten hours because once you're sitting still inside of a cave you can't get warm it's harder to stay warm especially if you've been wet and there have been caves that I have gone in that are hypothermic cold water inside, literally. And so once your feet are cold, your body's cold, your temperature drops quickly, especially if you're not moving anymore. So in the event that you get trapped in a cave, that's what happens. I also have the uh, fluorescent bright yellow jacket. So in the event that search and rescue is searching for us at night, it's reflective. It has reflective uh, coating on it so that they can see it from the night. And I also have a red flag that I'll be placing at the entrance and I will also be putting a circle in the center of where we're going to be caving at so at the cave entrance I'll always put a circle of rocks probably in the shape of a heart so the event that emergency search and rescue is looking for it or people are looking for us I'll always leave a note in the center as to what time we descended and who's actually in the cave and then I've already contacted last night put the itinerary together for today I've contacted the four emergency rescue call outs for today so to those of you who are out there who are serving as our emergency rescue from the bottom of our hearts we thank you and we love you to the moon and the stars that is an important thing because if they do not hear from us today by 8 p.m. drop dead time they are to call 911 ask for search and rescue Give them the details and the GPS coordinates, all of the details of what we're wearing, what what car we drove, what mile marker we're at, and how far the cave is, and then search and rescue takes it from there. And so when I get ready to plan for an expedition, I had some amazing, tremendous cave leaders that literally taught me everything I needed to know about caving. They taught me what gear to take, what to take in, how to contact emergency search and rescue, truly how to become a cave expedition leader and I love it to the moon and the stars so today being able to go into a cave where it's a new discovery that is a huge and amazing beautiful thing and I'm excited to be on this expedition so to Philip and Amy thank you so much for reaching out to me thank you so much for taking my call and letting me be part of an amazing expedition for today we're about to make history because this is a brand new cave, my friends. Brand new cave. Wait, let's drink some more coffee. <laughs> coffee cheers, je t'aime. Bonjour. Oh, Christmas. I should have put some, a couple of ice cubes in there. My mouth is on fire. It's such a good coffee, but it's so hot. <laughs> So coffee cheers, my friends. So the emergency rescue, they serve a very critical job when you're going underground that day. And it's important that you have, especially when we're going on such a small expedition, I normally don't like going less than five people because if you need emergency rescue inside the cave and you can self-rescue yourself, it's easier to do. But we had two people back out of the expedition at the last minute 
So Houston, we still have a go. There's three of us there. So what we'll probably do, I'll probably stay at the entrance and start mapping it. Got my brand new uh, machine, I, Bo Bosch, Bosch, something like that. It's called Bosch. Oh heck, I don't even remember what it does. But it measures the distance uh, from you up to the point of wherever it is that you're pointing. It's a laser pointer. And so it'll help measure the cave's entrance, the size of the cave, and that's exactly what we want to start doing. We want to start mapping it. And it's so critical and important that you do all those things because when you turn around and you can create a 3D image of the cave after mapping it and sketching it and drawing out its location, that helps future cavers later not only to explore where you've already explored, but to also explore where they've never been because they could also find new cave passages. But most importantly, it serves the purpose for archiving history as well as for search and rescue. So it's important that you get all that down and you get it correct and that you do it right from the beginning so that it can help others follow your lead and help search and rescue find where you are. Now my rule for today is going to be, we will explore, but we will also stay right. Which means when we go into cave passages, if search and rescue is going to come find us, I've already let my emergency contact know that we will stay right, which means every passage that we find, if there are two, we will always go to the one to the right. So in the event that something happens, they know exactly how to find you and how you would have explored underground, especially if it's an entrance that you can fit through and squeeze through, stay right. There's nothing wrong with that methodology. And then once you're done staying right, you can go left. And that's the best and the most safest way to explore. Besides the fact that you should normally have an expedition team of five. Because that way one can stay at the entrance. One can stay with the person underground. And one can go for search and rescue. So, Or you could self-rescue. And I've had to do that as well. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm so excited. So let's see. The song that comes to mind today, besides Garth Brooks, because I'm here hitting the open road and I love a brand new adventure. But the song that comes to me today is, I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control when I think I like it. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control when I think I like it. <laughs> so happy Monday fun day to all of you around the world in 46 countries. And Nepal, I haven't forgotten about you. I will do an, a special podcast for you tomorrow. So thank you all for tuning in to Lovey's Adventures. Joining me on today's Cave Expedition Day. Making history. Discovering two brand new caves. So tonight... I'm hoping to do a follow-up podcast later tonight on my way back in route. Probably get back to base around 10 p.m., maybe 10.30. Depends on whether or not we stop for dinner or anything like that. But I am stoked. My adrenaline is running, and I am ready to go underground. So guess what? Let's go caving with all of my love. Lovey.